0: gentlemen welcome back to the truth i'm your host the one you love the most niall Hessen, back with another episode here in the truth and today ladies and gentlemen we are going to be going over my week nine nfl pick'em. this is always one of my favorite ones to do of the week just because it's going over every nfl team for the most part that are actually playing this week it's always exciting a lot of good matchups every week it's always fun to do pick and choose and see how i'll end up doing at the end of the week typically Historically, I should say, I've done pretty well. I had one bad week where I went like 5 for 14. We don't want to talk about that. We only want to move forward. Before we can pick the week nine winners, let's go ahead and take a look at how I did last week in week number eight. Starting off with the Sunday games at 10 a.m., I got the Cardinals wrong against my Minnesota Vikings. That was like one of the first times I've picked the other team other than the Vikings. My whole family picked the Vikings. It was. Wanted to pick the Vikings with all my heart, but there was just some scaredness in that, so I ended up getting them wrong, but hey, you win and lose some, and just goes to show that I'm not actually as much of a biased fan as people think I am. I got the Broncos right on the road against the Jaguars in London at 6.30 my time. Got the Falcons right at home against the Carolina Panthers, even though the Panthers should have won that game. Got the Cowboys right at home against the Bears, a high-scoring affair that not many people were expecting. And again, I got the Lions wrong at home against the Dolphins. I'm pretty sure I've picked the Lions pretty much every week, and I'm going to continue to do so until I win the game. A little hint that I'm actually picking them this week too. We got the Saints right at home against the Raiders. That was an embarrassing game for the Raiders. I got the Patriots right on the road against the Jets. Got the Steelers wrong on the road against the Eagles. Got the Titans right on the road against the Texans. Got the Commanders right on the road against the Colts in Sam Ellinger's first game got the Rams wrong at home against the 49ers, got the Seahawks right at home against the Giants, got the Bills right at home against the Packers, and then got the Browns right at home against the Bengals. So theoretically, if we look at a team here, I could have gone 14 for 15 this week if I would have picked my favorite team, Stop picking the Lions every week, and if I didn't pick a team that's horrible against the only undefeated team in football. So I, I'll give myself a pat on the back. That was a pretty good week there. Um, Like I said, 10 for 14 the other week. So I'm relatively up in the 10-11 range. I usually get three or four wrong a week. This week, though, there's only 13 games. So it's going to be a little bit interesting to see how uh, each game ends up going. But I'm going to break that down for you besides the Thursday night game. If you want to see my Thursday night game prediction, even though it doesn't really mean anything right now, but I am recording this uh, podcast before the Thursday night game. So if you want to see that, go ahead and check that out. That's in my Thursday night show. But moving on to the Sunday games at 11 a.m., my time or california time because a daylight savings day the minnesota vikings traveled to take on the commanders you know honestly this sounds pathetic but i was really struggling with this one i really was because i know how the vikings play i know how Kirk cousins plays going home to washington it's going to be an interesting reunion the commanders aren't that good of a team you know they have a record of four and four the vikings are six and one currently definitely in charge of the nfc north division Heineke is going to be starting for the Commanders, who honestly is not a bad quarterback. People kind of underestimate him. The running game is my biggest concern for the Vikings. The Vikings don't have necessarily the best running game in general. And going on the road against a relatively solid defense, that's going to be my only concern. I'm going to pick the Vikings though in this one. I really wanted to pick the Commanders. I really thought it was going to be one of the losses. It was either going to be the Commanders or the Cardinals, so probably end up being wrong. But... This is definitely one game that can go either way, and the Commanders can easily win. I think the Vikings are a little bit higher pick. They're 3.5 spread right now, so we'll see. But I'm going to go with my Vikings. Hopefully, they're able to make some magic and move forward with that. Chargers travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. What a crazy game for the Falcons last week. I'm going to go with the Chargers winning this game. This is going to be an interesting game, though. The Chargers are 4-3. and three, The Falcons are 4-4. Four and four. The spread is 3 literally three as I'm recording this, with the Chargers in favor. I'm going to join that spread and go with the Chargers winning this game. The Falcons are 4-4. Four and four. When I talk about the Falcons being 4-4, four and four, they've won the games they've needed to win, and they've lost, lost the games pretty much they were supposed to lose. And I feel like this is a game they're supposed to lose. I mean, it says they're supposed to lose this game, so why would they win this game? But you never know. It's on the road for the Chargers. At home at Atlanta, they just came off a crazy win against the Panthers. Definitely will be interesting to see a good game. The who's going to have the better running game in this one? And will Cordero Patterson be back? He started practicing yesterday, so maybe some optimism there. But I'm going to go with the Chargers winning on the road. Dolphins take on the Chicago Bears. A interesting game for the Bears last week. Um, the Bears ended up scoring like 20-some points, which is something I was not expecting. Tua brings his team into Chicago with a 5-3 record. The Bears are currently 3-5. Justin Fields did have a good game last week. The Bears offense had a good game last week. The Dolphins last week, a little bit interesting. They won the game against the Lions, which was a pretty good comeback for the Miami Dolphins because they ended up not giving up a single point in the second half. They scored 14 in the third to take away the win and win the game on the road. Tua's kind of back. Jalen Waddle's back. It's a good look for the Dolphins. Raheem Mostert really didn't get going in that last game. And on the flip side for the Lions, I'm on St. Brown. Going to be even better choice this week with TJ Hawkinson being dealt to the Vikings. I love that so much. If you guys know, I love that. But overall, I'm going to go with the Dolphins winning on the road. The Bears are three and five. They can definitely win this game. But the Dolphins, man, they're just so good with Tua. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, number one receiver in fantasy. It's kind of hard to pick against the Dolphins, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Bears do win. The Panthers travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals after a devastating loss last week against the Falcons. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. The Bengals aren't great without Jamar Chase. They definitely need him to get back, and please do so because I have them on my fantasy team, I don't want to go over that trade again that I ended up doing. But the Panthers definitely have the capabilities to win this game. They've actually kind of looked better without Christian McCaffrey. That's really hard to believe. I don't know why. I feel like when a team like that has situations like that, they get rid of their best player. They're basically tanking all this stuff. You expect them to just not have a good rest of the year, and they end up kind of doing better. It's one of those weird things. Typically, it's with a disgruntled player. I know C-Mac was not necessarily disgruntled, or I didn't see any public things about that. Just a good guy at heart. So it's just interesting to see. But the Bengals will definitely win this game after getting crushed on the road against the Browns, 32-13 to last week, a division rival. They should pretty handily win this game, and right now the line for this game is definitely in their favor. So curious to see how that one moves going forward. The Packers taking on the Lions. Battle of the NFC North right now for second and third place. I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm going to keep going with the Lions until they win. I say this every week. I need to go with the Lions. I need them to get a win because the Lions, man, they're just so close every week. I could not imagine being Dan Campbell. I mean, Dan Campbell's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. I haven't watched the Hard Knocks yet. I've been meaning to watch it. Been busy with a lot of stuff. It's excuses. I get it. But I've always wanted to see it and just kind of see where he comes from. And the Lions, man, they're just everyone's a Lions fan. Everyone hopes that the Lions win, especially me, going up against the Packers because I hate the Packers. Packers are a weird team too because the Packers have just not been playing good at all recently on a 1-4 streak. They lost four, including the four in a row they've lost. They look promising after week four, and then they just fell off a cliff, losing to the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders, and the Bills last week. So interesting to see, but I do think, hey, you know, the Lions just traded TJ Hawkinson, one of their best players, if not their best player overall. Well, I should be relative when I say that because, you know, I am an Iowa fan. But maybe this is kind of a Panther situation where they win their first game back. I love nothing more than the Lions to beat the Packers, too. It's on the road for the Packers, so I'll be interesting to watch out for. The Colts. Take on the Patriots. Sam Ellinger's first start was definitely interesting to say the least. He showed a lot of positives um, in his first start with the Colts. You know, there is a lot of room for improvement, but I do think overall, you know, he only had that one fumble. I believe you could be wrong about that, but 17 for 23, 201, definitely, definitely good. Biggest thing for the Colts is getting the running game going. Just has not gotten going all year, and going into Foxborough is not going to be an easy thing for them to do either. That New England Patriots defense is really good. Therefore, I'm going to go with the Patriots winning. I don't know who's going to be quarterback this week. It, it seems like every week I'm never sure who's going to be quarterback. But obviously it wouldn't surprise me if it's going to be, uh, not Bill Belichick, Mac Jones. But hey, Bailey Zapp, he'll get thrown into the mix too. It's going to be interesting to say. But Ramondre Stevenson's going off. But Damian Harris should be there. He did miss practice today, so that's a little bit concerning. But overall, uh, I'd be curious to see how that one turns out. I do think the Patriots will win. It, it will be a little bit high scoring though. Sam Millinger's got a good... Good future in the NFL, and, and I think teams are going to start to take notice of that pretty soon. The Bills traveled to the Jets to take on the New York Jets, and I'm going to go with the Bills winning this one. Pretty pretty close game, though. You know, the Jets are a lot better than people give them credit for. You know, overall, losing uh, Brees Hall is definitely very detrimental to the Jets, but they still have some positive pieces. Zach Wilson, I believe, three touchdowns, two interception day last week. Had some kind of shows, you know, Conklin, two touchdowns. Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, some other receivers. And moving forward, the Jets got to rely on Zach Wilson. And their team, I feel like they want to rely more on the running game than the quarterback. But now the situation that they're in, they're going to have to rely more on their quarterback. On the flip side for the Bills, obviously they rely on their quarterback, Josh Allen. But getting Naheem Hines in the trade deadline was huge. I expect him to have an impact, it's at least this week, but especially moving forward. Naheem Hines, fantasy owners got to be excited And overall, uh, the Bills are a good team. The question is, can the Jets be able to stop them, especially on their home turf? I do think relatively so. I think this will be like a 27-23 game, but it should be a good game and another Buffalo Bills win. The Raiders take on the Jaguars on the road. I'm going to go with the Raiders winning this game. Another disappointing loss last year for the Raiders. Last week, I should say, for the Raiders. They now sit at 2-5 dead last in the AFC West division. Going into this matchup against the Jaguars, There's some optimism that they can get things back on track. Derek Cora, quarterback, should have a relatively good week. I don't know how I feel about the Raiders this year. I want to say I don't feel good about them at all. But on paper, they're poised to have a good season. I really do believe so. They have Devontae Adams. Darren Waller has been dealing with some injuries. Josh Jacobs. um, Is it? It's not Nico Collins. Matt Collins, I think his name is. They got some weapons. It's just another one of those things that's, disappointing and be curious to see again how they play moving forward i think this is a pretty good matchup for them against the jaguars whose defense isn't great um and they definitely need to work on some things overall getting rid of james robinson definitely did hurt them but be interesting to see how that one pans out there in jacksonville the seahawks taking on the cardinals on the road i'm going to go with the cardinals winning this game the cardinals another devastating loss they really just get rid of cliff kingsbury and i feel like most if not all their problems would be solved going into this week Playing a division rival in the Seattle Seahawks, who I believe are currently still first in the NFC West. They are with a 5-3 record. And Cardinals currently 3-5, sitting in last in the NFC West. Playing at home is definitely going to be playing to their advantage. Their defense has got to stop the kind of high-powered, surprisingly, offense for the Seattle Seahawks and being able to see how they're going to play um, this week. But overall, it's definitely a positive outcome for both teams, whoever wins this game. I definitely think the Cardinals need it more than the Seahawks, though. That NFC West can potentially, with the Cardinals win, be like completely jam packed and another competitive week uh, in this interesting fantasy or fantasy and NFL season, for that matter. So that's something to watch out for too, if you're a fan of both teams. The Rams take on the Buccaneers in America's Game of the Week. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, I feel like the Buccaneers are just too dysfunctional. The Rams, I feel like, are just waiting to break. I really feel like the rams are going to come alive towards the end of the year and at this rate i don't know if that's even going to matter because the nfc west is so jam-packed there's a couple of wildcard teams most likely going to come out of the NFC East, so they got to start making some noise relatively soon the same thing can be applied for the buccaneers but the buccaneers are still in contention for the NFC south division only one game back they have the greatest quarterback of all time they have some kind of tools on offense and defense The biggest thing is putting that together and seeing if they're going to be able to kind of mesh and connect overall. It'll be interesting to see, don't get me wrong, but I do expect that the Buccaneers do pull away with this victory. Sorry, the Rams do pull away with this victory in Tampa and the Buccaneers continue to go down a disappointing path at three and six. In Sunday night football, the Titans take on the Kansas City Chiefs. I got the Chiefs winning this game. They're refreshed. They're ready to go coming off a bye week. This is a really good matchup, though, because the Titans have had a really solid year, five-game win streak after starting the year 0-2. The Chiefs on the flip side are also 5-2, and but only on a one-game win streak when they beat the 49ers before their bye. It is an arrowhead though. The biggest thing for the Titans is can Derrick Henry get that ground game going and can he run effectively in Kansas City? Can uh, Man- Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill, whoever the quarterback is, kind of produce and step up to the next level and be um, a high-tier caliber quarterback that the Titans do need. I don't see that being the case this week. I think the Chiefs are going to pull away with this victory relatively good. The Chiefs are just a better team on paper. Although the Titans are streaking and having some success, they're on a positive direction. It's just always difficult to go into Kansas City. But, hey, this is going to be a close game. Titans play a lot of good defense. Can they step up and be another force to be reckoned with? I guess only time will tell moving forward. And then, finally, the Ravens take on the New Orleans Saints on the road. I am going to go with the Ravens in this one, winning this game. Although the Saints did put up a good fight, or will put up a good fight. I just don't expect it to be their week this week after coming off a pretty good week last week against the Raiders. Still not sure who's going to be the quarterback. I think it's going to be Dalton. I could be wrong if it's Jameis Winston. Um, There is something to kind of note out there. But Andy Dalton's played relatively good for the Saints ever since kind of taking over the duties um, with Jameis Winston being injured. Not too sure about his status. But the biggest thing for the Saints was definitely kind of the emergence of Al Kamara. Al Kamara had a tremendous week last week. Taysom Hills, obviously, I, I mean, it's like, you can run, pass, catch, you can pretty much probably play defense too. But looking at Kamara, Kamara is interesting because last week uh, he had 42 points. He got his first touchdown and t- first receiving touchdown of the year. Um, he's been getting fed the ball a lot. Obviously he's a very good pass catcher, but running the football, kind of been a little bit of a struggle this year how is he going to play this week at home i do expect them to be good i expect the saints to kind of rise some momentum moving forward with the way that they did take care of business against the raiders last week and it is something to keep an eye out for and see maybe that this is kind of the start of something new for the saints and they kind of go back the contention for the divisions up for grabs because like i said the falcons are sitting at four and four right now and it's not a knock on the falcons but the saints overall are a better team they have more options they have better defense and Probably the best team in that division. So that's something again moving forward. But right now, I think you gotta continue riding the train with Andy Dalton. Even if Jameis Winston does come back, you know, they want him to be the quote unquote franchise quarterback. But if something ain't broke, don't fix it. Dalton, besides that one game against Arizona, has done a fine good job for the uh, Saints so far this year. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth. I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow the truth on Twitter at the Truth As One to stay up to date with the latest information regarding the truth, including podcast dates podcast uploads, and other important information about you do not want to miss. This was a very busy week, or technically last week was a very busy week for the truth. We got four college basketball podcasts. We had two, um, obviously the week nine fantasy football NFL preview yesterday, and then the Thursday night special. I think it was six or seven episodes that week, so very busy there. Expect maybe a show sometime in the early part of the week. I'm not too sure. I kind of plan it on a week-to-week basis, so be on the lookout for that but make sure you follow the twitter on or the truth on twitter because i will be posting those informations out there otherwise uh, you'll see the week 10 um you know thursday night special fantasy nfl preview pick them all that stuff so stay on the lookout for that but i appreciate the support if you guys have any last minute fantasy questions it probably is a bit late because I'm re- posting this really early early in the morning so It should be good overall, but in the future, feel free to hit us up. Hit us up for, you know, suggestions, what you guys want to hear or see. And until next time, it is your host, the one you love the most, Niall signing out. Take care. Good night. Peace.